with you on the go. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It is time for the most fun on the radio you can have with your clothes on. Ralph and Justin are playing today. How are you? Good, thank you. I'm doing good, thanks. All right, awesome. Okay, we're playing the game, and again, it's a best of five. First one to three is going to win tickets uh, to see Drake Milligan. Um, is that that's next week already? It's next week, Cook County Saloon. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, okay, are you guys ready to go? Yeah, we go. A music genre that starts with the letter H. Hip hop. That's it. Yes, Justin. Okay, he's got you so far, Ralph. But I know you can come back. Okay, here we go. A part of the newspaper that starts with a letter O. Obituary. There it is. I knew, oh, Ralph is in. I knew Ralph would have obituaries. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dead right. Yeah. Ralph, are you like me? You, you, you look to make sure your name's not in it every day? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, okay. Got it. All right. Question number three. A hairstyle that starts with a letter B. A bob. There yes, it is. Yes, Ralph. Ralph is back. Now, Justin, you've got to stop him here, okay? Yep. Name an accessory, boys, that starts with a letter W. Wake. We're tied up. This is fun. Okay, you guys both ready to go? You bet. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> Something you plug in that starts with a letter D. Dyson vacuum. Just watch it. <laughs> Yeah, you plug in your Dyson. Yeah. Most of them are battery powered, but you got to plug them in. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dyson wins it. Justin, just beat Ralph. What a fun game. You guys were both awesome. Justin, you're going to Cook County Saloon. Ralph, play again tomorrow. We would yes, love, please. love to hear from you. All right. We'll do. Congratulations, Justin. All right. Thank awesome. You. Are you the fa- this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing Love Court. Kiss and Love Court. What do we have this morning, Jack? It says, hey guys, my wife and I are splitting up. It's sad, but we've ended on good terms. And I would dare say that both parties will actually come out of this friends. But here's the thing. We both have been thinking that we should still live together once everything is finalized. It would save us both a ton of money. Our kids wouldn't be too put out. And since we do get along, we figured, why not? We know that there will be some ground rules that need to be set, but we're pretty sure that it's worth giving a try. Unless Kissing Country has something more to say. What do you guys think? Is this a crazy idea? Wow. Jacqueline? I don't think it's that crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I think if you guys are ending on good terms, you love each other, you're just not in love with each other, why not? I'm friends with all my exes. Like, wh- why not? But would you live with them? Well, not now, but not you know. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to talk to Bob about that. <laughs> are you insane? Yeah, why? I, I feel like they're ending on good terms. This is fine. At some point, <laughs> you're going to want to put up an ACDC poster in that room, Yeah. get a race car bed. <laughs> And invite a lady over or a fella. Mm-hmm. And then at the dinner table, you got Tammy eating the kids' <laughs> Cheerios while your ex wife's making her coffee. Well, I feel like that's where the ground rules right. come into play. Maybe right. you don't bring your new partner over. Right. Uh, well, no, it's my house. That can't be ground rules. It's like I'm allowed to spread my beautiful wings and fly. <laughs> okay. I'm glad as long as it's just your wings. Yeah. Um, oh. I, you know, I. I'm thinking about the kids here, right? I, oh, classic, Chris. Well, about the children. But it's true. You, you know how how wonderful is it for them to have both kids or both the parents still living in the, under the same roof? I I think there's a benefit there. But you're right. It, I could see it definitely uh, becoming a, a problematic when it comes to 
when you start dating again and and things like that. Yeah, um, that 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 would be the tough part with for it for sure. But man, I'd I'd love for it to work. I think that would be just such a better option than. You know, having the kids pulled two ways. This is nuts. I understand the financial strain on families that and individuals yep. is tough. Yep. It doesn't matter. Get out of that house. Okay. I, I, you're gonna. It's gonna end in in misery. Oh. First text in in caps. Don't do it. All right. <laughs> but Megan says currently living in an amicable separation, living with my ex, and we plan on sharing this space long term. For, for finances as well. Boundaries okay. are important. All right. Well, the texts are flying in. The phones are ringing too. So I think uh, you've got some advice for this person. 780-421-1039. It's Kiss and Love Court. This is the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss and Love Court. Kiss and Love Court. Okay. Um, they have agreed that uh, it's just not working out. They are going to get a divorce. They've got kids, but they think they may continue to live in the same house together. Is it a good thing, a bad thing? What's your take? Uh, we're getting so many comments this morning. Laura says, if you're good enough friends that you can live with each other long-term with your children, why in the heck are you getting a divorce in the first place? Hmm. All right. There's reasons. Yeah. I don't know them, but there's reasons. <laughs> this text says there was a TV show a couple years back called Splitting Up Together. I remember this. It was so good. Same concept as this. All I can say is that the series was canceled after two seasons. Okay. Maybe it just didn't work. Uh-huh. Karen says, I did this. For two years, I stayed in the house. Then I moved to a mobile on the same property, and the kids flourished. I changed nothing. However, other people cannot wrap their heads around this. Family and friends, they cause more problems than need be. As long as you have ground rules, including shutting down other opinions, it's all good. I'm 100% on board. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's, not a, it's really nobody else's business. If it works your for life. your family, it works for your family. Yes, Nina. I have to totally agree with Jack. I've done it. I've been in the position. Um, after, I'm going to say, 10 years of being split up with my youngest daughter's dad, we both were in a position where it's like, okay, well, I want to move out. Well, I want to move out. So we got a place together. For five years, we lived together. It works fabulous. When he had a girl or whatever, I would leave the house. Or if I had my boyfriend come over... He left the house, or we just went to the other person's house. It's not a big deal. Absolutely. If anybody can do it, please do it. The kids love it. Yeah. And they absolutely, you know, if they get through put enough, they, they get through put enough, don't make it any more worse than it already is. Right. Why, why make more tor- turmoil than there already is? So yes. I think absolutely. The- anybody that can do it. All the power to them. Good okay. on you. And you've you've lived it. You made it work. I did. What you do I is did. like Actually, like in the dorms. You put a sock on the family home door. <laughs> scrunchy. And it looks like I gotta go somewhere else tonight. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss and Love Court. Here we go. Uh, yeah, basically, it, it's not worked out. They're getting a divorce, but they want to live together. That's the thing. Or should they live together? They've got children, and uh, we're looking for your responses, and we're getting hundreds of them this morning. Mason texts in and says, Hey, guys, I'm a 14-year-old boy. My mom and I listen to you guys every single morning. Our take on Love Court? If you can make it work, awesome. If not, then the kids need to see both parents happy. That would be the best way so the kids can understand what a healthy co-parenting relationship can really be. 14. Oh, Mason. Wow, good for you. Jeez. All right. From the kids' perspective, I grew up with my parents being divorced in the same house, and my stepdad moved in. 
It was weird to explain, but there was times that it was nice to have all three there. Okay. As a dad, I don't know if I could handle that. Yeah. Like, even if my, my ex-wife's <laughs> husband's hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> He's looking all sweaty. <laughs> Rick, get out of here, all right? <laughs> just trying to watch the price of you. How seem, do you know what yeah, his name You seem to know his name. Yeah. I just know I'm going to get owned by a Rick. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right, what's your take? 780-421-1039, Kissin' Love Court. Here's Jay Nielsen. This is Kissin' Good. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Carrie Underwood and I don't even know my last name. Kissin' in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Love Court. Kissin' Love Court time, yeah. It's not worked out. I mean, it happens. Um, and they've got kids. They live together. And they're thinking they might continue to live together even after they get a divorce. What is the kissing listener saying about this one, Jack? This text says, ha, 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 been there, done that. No matter what separation that's been happening happens for a reason. Amicable or not, separate lives are needed for both your own growth. If you're staying together for the kids, you will eventually mess them up with their expectations of their growth in their relationships. Like I said, I've been there, done that. It is not worth it. Be friends, great, but from afar. Okay. Ooh. Uh, Amber says, both my friends say they wish they never did it because what it did to the kids. It would have been easier if they just split and helped the kids at the same time. Stinking kids ruining everything. Mm -hmm. This text says, don't do it. Oh, we're not getting a lot of positive here. I'm eight months into an amicable separation so that we can financially do this responsibly. But surprise, surprise, he's not working. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Dang. Okay. I'm telling you, it's not a good idea. Yeah. What, like, And there's also the, the, you know, you have a couple of drinks one night factor. Next thing you know, you yeah. cross divorce papers, if you know what I mean. Uh, Sam says, not crazy. I've been living with my ex for all, of almost a decade for the past year. Okay. Wow. All right. They got a year in there under it the belt. It can happen. All right. Thanks for your text. Kissing in the morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Boy, there's just so many different takes. Not so many different takes. Well, there is a lot of different takes yeah. on the love court. Uh, a couple that have been together for for a number of years, married. They've got children. Uh, it's not worked out. They're going their separate ways. But they wonder if they should go their separate ways completely. Like maybe just live together from a financial perspective, from a kid's perspective. It just seems to make sense to live together even after they're divorced. Yes, Jack. There's a lot of... People texting about tax nightmares over this, which I didn't even think about. There's a personal income tax nightmare. This person says the next one, terrible idea. Talk to your accountant. Revenue Canada has rules about this and the implications. Okay. So that might be something to be considered. All right. Because when you get a divorce, obviously you're then two separate households and you're living together. Yeah, I guess. I guess. The government wants their money. Always. Yeah. Scumbags. Yeah. I'd say it's about 75% don't do it. Okay. In the end, you got to do what's right for you. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Give it a shot, but keep that flyer for house rentals handy. Matt, like, you know, and again, Matt, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but you would have a difficult time, I think. I think we all would. I mean, you're always thinking about who your, 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 your former wife or husband is with, but then it's right in your face when you're living with them, right? So... You know. Yeah, you have one of those short bathrobes that shows a lot of quad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice quads. <laughs> oh, he works out too. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Oh, my. Oh, you've been doing so good. Yesterday we talked about it, and I said, you're going to curse yourself, Matt. You're like, I haven't gotten the finger for so long. That's true. You were bragging. He he did say that. I said, guess what's going to happen? But not even I dreamt that this would happen. It was a red-letter day in finger territory for Matt. (laughs) What a statement. Two fingers in the span of one minute. (laughs) Separate incidences. Separate people. You are, you are like you're the generational finger guy. You really are. Both not my fault. All right. Okay. Both not his fault. Here okay. we go. Wait, 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 Jack. How many fingers have you gotten in the last couple of days? None. Okay. Yeah. Me Absolutely neither. none. Me neither. Okay. Go. Okay. Go ahead. I was going to get some bell peppers. Uh huh. Let's make Philly cheese steaks. Mm. It was good. So I had to go to Safeway. Uh huh. I'm on 111th going north. By Southgate Mall. Yes. I'm out on the White Mud Overpass. I gotcha. And I see a green light. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. And there's this guy crossing the road during a green light. Okay. Now, I'm not gonna hit him, obviously. No. He's past my lane into the next lane to the right. Okay. But he needs to learn his lesson. He just don't blatantly jaywalk like that. Right, that's dangerous. It's so dangerous. And this guy was like, did not care about anything. He's just like, I'm crossing with my girlfriend and this is my road. Screw you guys. As I get closer to him, uh huh, I hit the horn. Oh, <laughs> man. No, this guy's blatantly jaywalking. I'm going 60. Like, this isn't a yellow light. He's, okay. he's slowly, slowly okay. crossing the road. Okay. And I just... <laughs> And he returns the favor with a little <laughs> Gives me the finger. Okay. And I okay. Whatever. Okay. I go about uh, <laughs> 200 meters north. Uh-huh. Now there's the LRT station to my right and the okay. kiss and drop. Right. So that's yes. where you drop people off. And there's a bus lane there that has a hard solid line. Okay. And, a, and like it's like buses only. And it eventually turns into a dotted line where you can go into and turn into Southgate. All right. Now, I am the respectable driver, and I'm waiting for the dotted line. But somebody behind me has decided, no, I'm going in the bus lane so I can get... So let me guess what you've done. Let me guess what you do. I went, I laid on the horn. Laid on the horn again. I'm asking for it. I turned a little bit into the lane just to spook him. (laughs) He was driving a Tesla, of course. Like, oh, Mr. Tesla owner, better than everybody else. This red Tesla. I went like this. I I I give him a quack quack. I didn't give a prolonged one, and I raised my hands. Okay. And he drove by giving me the bird. Of course he did. You and your horn. Yes. You are asking for this. If you had not laid your horn down in any of these situations, no one would have given you the finger. This is like, I have to, they need to know. Who gave you the badge of they need to know? Regulation Roy here. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. (laughs) It doesn't matter who that was. It was Chris J. Walken. I would have honked you. Like, come on, man. Okay. I agree with Matt. I would have done everything Matt did. I cannot believe these are Matt is right. You just hate me, Jack. That's the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You get in your vehicle. As soon as you get in your vehicle, you get a grit. Like, you just, you're waiting for things, right? Oh, without a doubt. You're just waiting for things. I will die in a road trip. (laughs) Oh, no, we've already predicted that. (laughs) And what will happen first? You'll honk your horn. (laughs) But here I am, obeying the rules of the road. That's what we're going to do. I'm waiting to to, to get to the turn lane. And this guy's like, no, my my time's more important. I'm going to bust it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they're going to put on your gravestone. He honked his horn. He was right. Yeah. And like the horn in the 06 Corolla is pretty soft. It's not an aggressive (laughs) horn. It's just beep, beep. Everybody says you're right, but... I am right. I don't care. But would anyone use their horn? No. Not twice in a minute. Two fingers (laughs) within a minute. They need to know. (laughs)
This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 825. Okay. Matt got the finger twice in literally moments traveling down uh, 111th Street yesterday. And the huge majority of people are saying he was in the right. The huge majority are saying absolutely. Somebody was jaywalking. Somebody was going to try to get into a lane. You got to teach him a lesson. He honked the horn twice uh, and he got the finger twice. And basically that's what people are saying, right? Yeah, I'm with Matt. Lay on the horn. People need to learn that they are wrong. Heck, even roll a little coal on them. Roll a little coal, Matt. But that 06 Crow is not a diesel. It's not going to roll a little coal. <laughs> you know, yeah, go ahead. Although, on the other side, Matt, I don't remember ever using my horn in my vehicle, and I drive an average of 300 kilometers a day. That's a you problem. Yeah. I bet you there's opportunities to use it. <laughs> Time to mix it in. Like, it feels, it's so cathartic. Like, because, like, if you, I've been honked at, and I've, Realized mistake. Yeah. Maybe not in that moment. <laughs> but later that day, I might reflect. do a little soul surgeon. I, you know, uh, well, whatever. But I, I, I don't want to live in New York City where it's just constantly people are honking. Their, like when you see that, that's all they do. They're meh, 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 meh. Yeah. I don't, I don't live in New York City. And also, you live. In a rural subdivision. It's not like you're in downtown New York. I know. And also, this city is getting more dangerous. You don't... You honk the horn. Somebody might, like, seriously, might kill you. And I thought... Jokingly aside. When I went into that parking lot, like, maybe this guy heard my honk, gave me the finger. Yeah. And then, like, he was waiting for me. And I was like, okay, first I'm going to step up. I'll hit him with a quick jab. Yeah. And then a left hook. Is it worth that? Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, being... Thinking in the back of your mind, you might get, you know... Well... You know, my kids were with me, so I'm willing to, you know, go with a little risk. <laughs> that wouldn't matter. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If you're just tuning in, uh, Matt got the finger not once, but twice within minutes uh, driving down the road, honking his horn at people that were breaking the law, for sure. Mm-hmm. We're not going to deny that, that they were breaking the law, but he honked his horn, so they both uh, give him the bird. And we're got on that subject, and... Warning for you, Matt. This text just came in. When I was a 911 operator, I took a lot of calls for escalated road rage. It happens more often than you think. That being said, sometimes you got to roll with the dice and honk to tell a person they're stupid, but maybe someone hadn't told them that day and they need reminding. However, I had one guy get hauled out of his own window while I was on the phone with him sending police. That was a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Matt, that could be you. Yeah, I'll kick that guy's butt. <laughs> You see how tough I am? Yeah. First thing you'll say is, I gotta take my glasses off. <laughs> time out, time out. I gotta take my spectacles off. What's the ground rules? No punching in the face. And groin kicks? Yeah. No, that, like, I'm, this is a concern. This is an absolute concern. Debbie says, I never agree with Matt, but I have to say, I would have used the horn too. It's the only way to make my point without rolling the window down. Right. Rob with a wild claim here. I think that your horn by law is only used in a, supposed to be used in an emergency. I don't believe that. They'll start giving you tickets for using your horn. Th- never. No. It's like this is like the world of Yeah. No. What's that one Would with, you honk at them? Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to dance. I can't use my horn. Yeah. I don't want to live in a world where Footloose? I can't use my yeah. That's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> no, no, the one with Swayze. It doesn't matter. Dirty dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I give a horn uh, on my gravel truck when somebody does something so stupid that cut like cutting me off. Okay, well, in a gravel truck. It's but in hard. the same sense, I try not to use my horn in horn situations. Like if somebody's on their phone ahead of me and they're in a green light, yeah. I try not to use it. I okay. just like 
don't because I feel like where to. I use it when I'm, when moving. You're you know? safe. You feel safer. Yeah, like when I'm like I I can get a clean getaway. <laughs> You're right. They can't put it in park and rip you out the window. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from five on Kiss and Country, one hundred three point nine.